This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Pat Man from the Bay to LA and beyond. Hey, if this is your first time listening in, I hope it's not your last time. I always try to bring um, some really good insightful information and information you can use in your daily lives. Uh, information you can use for your own intelligence as we are a collective intelligence. And today I was thinking, I wanted to talk more about consumer protection because that seems to be a number one uh, thing that people are concerned about when I'm having these conversations to regards of, you know, reducing stress and anxiety that's coming from external sources. And one of the things that is a problem for a lot of people, including myself, are ads uh, overpopulating my email account with, you know, once you sign up and then they want to send you emails every day. It's insane. Um, and the robocalls, like I just received a text saying, oh, you're your EDD account, you know, needs more information, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, uh, and always <laughs> what's interesting, whenever I get messages like that, before I block them, I'll send them a, a real vulgar, crazy message. Like who the, you know, blank the blank. And how dare you? I don't even have EDD. I don't even have Netflix. You know, I, I get crazy with it, you know? So I, I know one, they're not going to respond to me too. It's all bull crap, but we, there are systems in place that can protect you as a consumer uh, when it comes to all the stuff that we're being inundated with on a daily basis because it's non-stop. And to that point, I'm going to go to the other room. I'm not on. I'm not in the studio. I'm in the studio today, but I have some things downloading in the background, so it's going to give me issues with the sound. So I'm just going to let it do its thing while I podcast from the phone and I'm going to go to the other room. I haven't done this in a while. I'll go to the other room where my other computer is. It's an older model, but you know, Dell will not let me trade it in or they'll let me trade it in, but I don't know. Something's not working right. It's uh, Windows 10, Windows 11. That's another thing, man. If you don't know your systems, or if you don't if you if you don't play around with uh, a lot of the bugs and everything that you know, once they do these updates, you have no idea what's going on. I mean, Windows is notorious for it, and Apple is actually I think Apple is the worst. So uh, I brought up a government site. Um, it's accessible to anyone who wants to read from the site or gather information. You can even sign up for consumer alerts. I've been a part of, um, you know, uh, the whole consumer protection thing. I've been in this mindset, you know, since I was a kid. I used to watch this show. I don't know if you remember. It was called Fight Back with David Horowitz. Now, David would have a weekly show. I think it was on NBC. Um, he would have a weekly show on Sundays and, uh, he would, you know, he would, he would come on, you know, and he, his whole thing was fighting back for people like ourselves, regular folks who 
are out there getting uh, duped and handled by businesses because uh, fraudulent acts and, and breaking the law, you know, once you have a business and you're trying to get people's money, that's a problem. But if more of us take the right approach to fixing things like this versus just talking amongst ourselves, you know, people are, you know, the first thing, you know, someone's uh, uh, has, has been um, uh, infiltrated with, you know, fraud uh, detection and all that. We may talk to a, someone else. Oh, this happened to me. Has it ever happened to you? What did you do? What did you do? Don't go to the person that, don't ask nobody what they do. Go to the source. Go to the sources of information and get the information where the information is distributed. So, I'm familiar with the Federal Trade Commission site. It's ftc.gov. And so I just, you know, clicked on the link that I always get from one of the alerts, um, which is the Bureau of Consumer Protection. That's right. Um, and right here on the page, they have, they have, you know, how to fight scams and frauds, which I'm going to read through for a little bit, but you can read through for yourself. And then I'm gonna read through these and then I'm gonna give you an example of one, one um, website I signed up for to which I like this, I like what they're doing. However, when I did a, a, a search in my, in my email, these guys were sending me a email a day pretty much saying the same thing. Now, I could use that content. That's the whole thing why I haven't deleted a lot of emails because it's all about the catchphrase in the subject line. So I'm like, okay, if you're gonna send me emails like this all day, I'm gonna use your content for my own purpose. You know, not necessarily partake or pay for the service that you're trying to get me to buy into, but because I'm now you're pissing me off because now you over, filling my email uh, account with all these uh, emails. I mean, literally, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you'd be amazed and you may be going through this, but I said, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna spend like about maybe an hour a day going through my email and clicking on unsubscribing, you know, businesses that I've subscribe to it, unfortunately some of most of the ones that I end up subscribing to I I do want to partake in their business and be informed on whatever it is I signed up for but then it just gets ridiculous and now whatever law passed on the internet be you know with the whole cookies thing now you know the cookies thing come up and then another uh, box come up saying oh we don't want to track your information, so click this, this, and this. So that you were talking about five or ten steps, six steps, before you can actually access the information on websites. That's why if you have a business, if you have uh, any kind of business or, or even podcasting, you know, it's, it's good to have your own website and have the content. So if people want to come and uh, read all your information they can bombard you know ads and all this stuff I don't mind a few ads but when I'm trying to get to the information that I want to get to right then and there those ads will shut down my browser freeze I'll never go back to your website if that happens to me and it happens a lot so that's why I'm sharing this with you guys because I know it's happened if it's happening to me it's definitely happening to you 
but there are some things that you can do about it. Now, once you go to the FTC site, you'll see that everything is there. All the communications is there. I'm just going to read off a bunch of them. So you have the Office of the Secretary, the Office of the Chief Privacy Officer, Office of Public Affairs, Office of Administrative Law Judges, Office of Policy Planning, Office of the General Counsel, Office of Internal Affairs. There you even have the Office of Equal Employment Opportunity and Workplace Inclusion. So, you know, we, we are the people, they are the government, we have to interact and this is how they receive the information if you know where to go for the information and communicate um, you know, issues that you're having. So I'm going to read through uh, the whole report fraud thing uh, real quick. I know they're going to have me click on something else once I read the blurb. So uh, report fraud, fighting scams and fraud. As the nation's consumer protection agency, the FTC takes reports about scammers that cheat people out of money and businesses that don't make good on their promises. We share these reports with our law enforcement partners and use them to investigate fraud and eliminate unfair business practices. Each year, the FTC also releases a report with information about the number and type of reports we've received. So look, it's all there. They do these reports, you can see it for yourself. And I would say before signing up for any of these um, newsletters or or putting your number out there on, you know, every app now wants your telephone number, you know, oh, uh, will you accept these charges? You may be charged with your charges. We don't read this stuff. Everything is a blur. The next thing you know, your number is tied into some system somewhere and you're receiving stupid text messages saying that, you know, you need to get this information and submit your information. Now, someone that's literally stupid and don't know and just clicking stuff and, and, you know, they wouldn't know. But someone that is highly intelligent or just the least bit intelligent, you're not going to give your information out like that just on a blurb. If there's something wrong with your credit cards or, you know, your car, your job or your, your camera that's watching your place, you, you know what's what's right and what's not so trying to reduce the anxiety and stress out of people um you know go to the site and go to sourceful information that's going to help uh robocalls people are getting more robocalls than ever that is the truth i have to answer my phone in the middle of podcasts and it's always someone speaking Spanish or another language that I can't understand. And um, the thing about when they speak Spanish, I'll speak a little Spanish back and then I'll throw a curse word in there. And then, you know, next thing you know, the phone is <laughs> they're hanging up. Great way to get rid of people, I'm telling you. But I'm, I'm usually nice about it. Like, you know, say something like, look, that person is not on this phone anymore. They, I'm the owner of this number and uh, stop calling. Lupe does not, is not at this phone. Lupe is not at this number. So robocalls, what can you do about it? Let's check it out. People are getting more robocalls than ever. Technology is the reason. Companies are using auto dialers that send out thousands of phone calls every minute for an incredibly low cost. It's always about money, right? 
So what's the FTC doing to stop these illegal robocallers? And what can you do to limit the number of robocalls you receive? Well, let's find out. How to stop unwanted calls. Why are you receiving, why are you getting so many calls? Often it's scammers calling. Here's what you need to know about unwanted calls and how to stop them. Share these articles, infographics, and videos with your friends as I am doing now. Uh, with your friends, family, and followers. All the information is here, people. It's all here. How to do these things. They even have videos. Uh, I'm not going to click on the videos, but you can click on the videos. Um, and it took me, the link says consumer.ftc.gov forward slash features forward slash how dash stop dash unwanted calls. But if you go to the original site, that I mentioned, which is it, or, or do what I did, uh, sign up for their newsletter or go directly and just, you know, put in search consumer protection agencies and it'll come up. Government site is the first thing that comes up, right? So, blocking unwanted calls. Scammers can use the internet to make calls from all over the world. And they have been doing this for over 25 something years. The technology has been there just a lot of people weren't using their computer to make calls. I've been making calls on my computer since forever, at least 95, since 1995. It wasn't the best, but it, it's gotten better over time. Um, they don't care if you're on the National Do Not Call Registry. So that's interesting because when the National Do Not Call Registry came out, I thought it worked, but then it didn't. And what I, what I realized is that I think once you sign up, it only lasts for a certain period of time. So you're better off just getting a new number versus, you know, if you're stuck in a system where people aren't, you know, do not call there, they don't care. They don't care. They're right. They do not care. That's why your best defense against unwanted calls is call blocking. The best defense is call blocking. Seriously. But I came across a friend who had blocked someone and blocked someone and blocked someone and blocked someone and she finally did the right thing, which is the correct thing because that is harassment. Call your local law enforcement agencies and, and, and give them the number, give them the information, tell them who you think it is and let them handle it. Done. Uh, the big thing is reporting. Once you make a report to a government agency like that, they have to catalog um, your your information. They have to catalog it. They have to keep it. You know, no way saying that they're going to do something right away, but, you know, just like they're talking about those reports, there it is, you know. Eventually, it'll happen. I mean, 7.9 billion people on the planet. Not sure what that number is for the United States of people, but, you know, if this is international, this is coming from some, let's say, for example, uh, someone in, you know, I don't even want to put a, <laughs> a, a country on the map like that. Let's say the UK, somewhere in the UK, someone is using their computer voice over internet to, you know, mess with you. So which type of uh, call blocking or call labeling technology you use will depend on the phone, whether it's a mobile, traditional, landline, home phone, or a phone that makes calls over the internet. All are effective, but it depends on 
you know, how you're receiving calls. There's some great infographics here that I'm going to post on my LinkedIn profile, you know, as I'm talking about this subject. Robocalls. If you answer the phone and hear a recorded message instead of a live person, it's a robocall. But they've gotten smart. Um, let me finish this. It says, if you're getting a lot of robocalls trying to sell you something, odds are the calls are illegal. Many are also probably scams. Now, a, a trick to that is, you know, when you answer your phone, don't start speaking. Don't start speaking immediately. None of that hello. You can see who's calling. So a lot of times if someone I know is calling, I'm not saying hello. I'm, if I know it's them and it's their name and they're in my contact, I start with off, yo, what's going on? We can all see who's calling, right? Um, so I, I'm saying that, what was the point I was gonna make? Moment, having a moment. Um, yeah, so the thing is not to not to speak. Like if there's a number that's coming through and you don't recognize it, let a few seconds go by before something happens. Cause I've done that before and their technology on the end is looking for a voice. It's looking for your voice to say, hello, or my name is so-and-so. And then the recording starts. So the technology is getting smarter by the moment. The more good stuff that we come out with for the internet and that can help us, the more there's the dark web. There's somebody out there combating against all that is good. It's insane, insane. So let's see, the, the, the National Do Not Call Registry was created to stop sales calls from real companies. It's free to register your home or mobile phone. Now, I haven't registered my new number, but I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm definitely going to do that because this number is fairly new that I have and I'm getting uh, calls that I don't have time to answer and I don't have time to be disturbed either. Excuse me, call blocking information. So the CTIA. You can find a list of call blocking apps for mobile phones at ctia.org. Uh, it's a website for the U.S. wireless communications industry. The site lists apps specific to Droid, BlackBerry. Wow, BlackBerry is still around. People still have Blackberries. It's insane. I, I have. I still have my old Blackberries. I'm sure if I powered it up, probably would work. Uh, iOS, which is Apple and Windows devices. FCC for links to company specific information about blocking calls. You can go to uh, the FCC. FCC has a uh, call blocking resources. So tons of information here, people. Tons. Uh, I hear a lot of people uh, talking about Lesco. If you don't know about Lesco, Lesco is he's a really smart and intelligent dude, and he he gets people grants. He gets people money. Uh, it takes a little work. It takes a little digging on your side once he provides the information, but he's right. Um, there's so much information out there, you don't know where to look. And I say, go to Lesco or come to me, the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, because I'm just going to share the good stuff as I receive it and as it is helping me through my life right now. Right now. Not tomorrow. Not the next day, but right 
now. Um, you know what? While we're on this, I'm gonna walk through the steps on registering through the Do Not Call registry, uh, my number. So I click on this. Another page takes you to another page, which is do not call.gov. Uh, so here it is report unwanted calls, which I can do with a few numbers that's come through. Or you can verify your registration and you can register your phone. So I'm going to click on the orange one, the orange icon or emoji that clearly is a phone and a, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a picture of a phone handle, old school phone. Wow, I haven't, I haven't held a phone, an actual phone. You know, old school phones, I haven't held one of those in my hand and can't even tell you. My last phone phone was a Wolverine phone. So, you know, it's like Wolverine with his, you know, with his claws and phone would fit right there between Wolverine's claws. It's, yeah, so. Just looking at the old school phone just takes me back. So I'm gonna click on register your phone. Looks pretty easy. Uh, register. Oh, here it is. So I said I thought it they expired. Here it is in bold print. Registrations on the national do not call registry do not expire. If you have previously registered your number, there's no need to register again. I've never registered, so I'm registering for the first time with my new number. If you're unsure you have registered previously, uh, go verify here. Otherwise, you do the register here. So I'm gonna do a register here for the first time. Let's see here, what's my number? There we go. All right, got that one. There's even phone number two option. Um, no, don't need that. I am gonna put my they're asking for your email account. So I'm gonna put that. Because they wanna be able to send you a confirmation of uh, your registration. Most likely they'll send you a text saying that you confirm as well. So here it is. Uh, let's read the fine print. Your email address must be correct to process your registration. Learn why your email is required. If you do not receive the verification email within a few minutes, please check your spam and or junk mail. Please enter only numbers in the phone number field. So, hitting submit, one of three steps. Please check to make sure the email is correct. Yeah, that looks good. Make sure the telephone number is correct. Yeah, it looks good. Or you can, at this point, the second step allows you to change or correct uh, your email or whatever. You have to have the correct email, by the way. All right, so step two is register. All right, that looks, everything looks good. Step three is open your email and click on the link. You have submitted your phone number to the registration for the National Do Not Call Registry. You will receive an email from register at do not call.gov. To complete the registration, you must provide open the email because they're gonna give you a link. And it looks like you must respond to the email within 72 hours in order for the registration to be successful. 
Uh, if you did not get a registration complete, uh, a registration complete message after clicking the link or the link doesn't work, use your copy and paste functions to insert the entire link in the email into the web browser's address. You can close the browser afterwards. So I'm gonna go to my email. Oh, all right, I'll come back to this. So I, I wanna review real quick. Actually, while I'm looking at it, I'll, so this one company I signed up for, um, and I, I think they're great for what I read, <laughs> but I'm looking at the dates. I've never opened up any of these emails, by the way. And I'm looking at the dates. It goes all the way to June 17th. So if I, okay, that's not theirs. But if I count these, June 19th, they're sending me, I'm counting how many emails I got sent in this, in this time uh, between June 17th and today. Today is the July, we're in July. No, we're in August, oh my God, we're in August. So here we go, this is just an example. And I'm, I'm gonna actually reach out to them and I'm gonna do more than just unsubscribe. I'm just gonna share with them why, you know, why I'm not even gonna participate in their business because I'm annoyed by the, this is spam now. This is spam, this is ridiculous. So if I go from June 17th, there is June 17th, June 19th, June 21st. So June 21st through the 30th, I received an email every day from this company. When we get to July, from July 1st, every day in freaking July, all the way, now we're in August 3rd, um, I received a daily freaking email. This is one of those companies that I needed to receive an email from every day. I don't I only need to receive one from them once, tell the truth. But again, there's that box that comes up and they want to, um, you know, click this if you don't want to. Oh, we're going to send it to our third party person. Are you okay with that? No, I'm not okay with that. No. So as I said, though, I'm going to use the information that they sent to me. Anything that pops out as something that attracts my attention enough to open their email, I'm going to keep those emails and use it for my own benefit. Done. Win-win, right? Yep, yep. You you overpopulate my email, then I'm going to use some of the information that you see. Because that's all it is. It's all info. We're all human beings. We all have access to technology. And all they're trying to do is they're trying, they're just throwing throwing out the hook when you go fishing if you ever went fishing you put your worm on there on, on the hook throw your line out you might catch fish you might not but what they're doing they're not throwing a line out they're throwing out a net a giant freaking net and try to catch as many fish as they can and pull them all in that's what marketing and all that nonsense is about i love marketing but i love effective marketing this is oversaturated marketing and it's stressful. The biggest stressful part is because the, the information that I'm trying to get to, the emails that I'm trying to get to, I gotta go through all this first before I can even find it. You know, I've, I've applied for jobs and I'm looking for it, I'm looking. I'm like, what? 
what was the email? Just sent it. I've, 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 yeah. So it's, it's all bad. It's all bad. And this is just one company. I opened up this, this is a brand new email address. And in less than a year, by me not monitoring it every day and deleting uh, these emails that I don't want, it is using 3.52 gigabytes of 52, of 15 gigabytes of space in my email account. That's 11,000 emails, people, 11,000 emails. Now, what the hell am I gonna do? Am I gonna read 11,000 emails? Are you freaking kidding me? None of those emails are, are trying to reach out to me. Hey, can we, some we can help you with directly? Need some money? You know, and nobody's offering money. They want your money. So, it's not going to work. But, thank you for the information. I'm going to use your information before I delete your emails and unsubscribe. Whoop. There it is. Hey, I'm done. I hope you guys learned something today uh, to regards of, you know, the National Registry, um, those robocalls, uh, harassment on the, over the phone. There is information out there that you can find or you can come to my 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 podcast and I'm going to talk about these things and bring them to bring them to the forefront so you can be a smarter more intelligent consumer when it comes to um, especially when it comes to your uh, alleviating uh, unnecessary stress because this is stressful it's stressful to go to your email account look for something that you're looking for someone to send and you got to sift through 30 emails before you find the one that you need so i'm going to use i'm actually going to use this as a screenshot so when i begin writing my letters to different government agencies and whatnot when it comes to consumer protection like here's the proof this is this is what i'm talking about this is exactly what i'm talking about how do we stop this if you're not talking to the right people, people, you are probably stressed out. So, and uh, you gotta alleviate that stress. I'm gonna end this podcast on on a good note. Um, and if you are dealing with any stressful life situations, such as what I have been experiencing in my life over the past, um, you know, past. Uh, half century uh, I have found resources that can help uh, you can go to heartmath that's heartmath.com uh, they have free access to what they call the heartmath experience um, and it's free access you know for helping us through these challenging times you go to the site just click Click on where it says at the top, it's like a red bar and it starts to turn orange and then yellow at the end. Click on that. They have uh, the resources you put in your email and then they'll give you access to watching the videos that have helped me literally overnight because we know the heart and the brain is, or the, the heart is actually a brain within itself. So we have two brains, we actually have three brains. But that's the science of uh, what I know. But once you go to the site, you can become a facilitator. You can take a facilitator course. You get heart math certified. 
Uh, I've known about this um, website for about six or seven years now. I think they've been around for about that long. But they have blogs, they have events going on. They, they show you how to um, reduce stress. They have uh, products and things you can buy to help yourself. And you can read about their story before you uh, submit your email to um, going into uh, reading the information. I'm just going to read a quick blurb on their About Me uh, page, on their Our Story page. Uh, heart Math, Purpose and Vision to Help Awaken the Heart of Humanity. A global shift is underway and more people are sensing it involves a deeper connection with their heart. This desire for more heart connection is a growing movement, one that people are drawn to by a nudge from their own intuition or conscience to listen to their heart more than to connect with the inner, with their inner guidance. Our dedicated heart math team is passionate about helping individuals, organizations, and the global community incorporate the heart's intelligence into their day-to-day experience of life to develop innovative solutions to challenges, to increase cooperation, and to live healthier, more fulfilling life. I had those does in there. There's no does. Um, it looks like they, they were founded uh, in 1991, so they've been around for a while. I discovered them, um, like I said, just six years ago. Um, I've used their techniques. Their techniques absolutely work. I'm thinking about becoming a certified heart heart math trainer because I think I've mastered the art of, uh, I haven't mastered it yet, but I've used their techniques to which have helped me. But um, yeah, I can help other people. Uh, the heart math system empowers people to self-regulate their emotions and behaviors to reduce stress, increase resilience, and unlock their natural intuitive guidance for making more effective choices. This enables people to break through to greater levels of personal balance, creativity, insight, and health. Over 300 peer-reviewed or independent studies utilizing heart math techniques or technologies to achieve beneficial outcomes have been published. This is the real deal. This is how you help yourself. This is how you help your family. This is how you help uh, anyone that wants to help. Anyone that's going through anything stress-related issues. Um, they've done their homework. They've been around since 1991. And I think you should uh, look into it. Yeah, look into it for yourself. All right. It's free to start to access some of the information that they have. And can go to their site again it's heartmath.com and uh yeah good luck with your good life all right next on intelligent human voice podcast i have no idea what i'm going to talk about so stay tuned stay subscribed uh remember if i add music to one of the podcasts you can only hear it on spotify but if i do what i'm doing now which is just recording the podcast and then adding the music within the podcast that they have on the Anchor FM platform, then that's all good. But if I have music, like mainstream music, in which artists have to get paid, which is perfect, um, those are usually only on Spotify. You can only hear those on Spotify. So the best way to, to stay 
in touch and stay connected with the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network is to subscribe on either the Anchor FM platform or Spotify. And um, yeah, again, I've been talking about the radio show that I'm producing uh, to incorporate more music, uh, music that I like and music that you've never heard before and music that has been gone for a long time and nobody's remixing it or bringing it back. So I'm going to bring it back in its fullness and play uh, songs and albums in its entirety without interruptions. And uh, that's the plan. All right. Peace and love.